Pickaxe. Everyone. Hello, everybody. And welcome to Kirsty and Brady's Comfort Zone. I am Kirsty. I am Brady. And we are going to probe each other's brains and find out what is going on. <laughs> what the heck is going on? Hopefully, we'll be as successful as we were last week with Tom. Yeah. Damn, that was like the peak of our career last week. Yeah, we actually we actually did it. We, we actually did, did it. what it's we all set out to do. From here. I um I have had another Xyla stream. I didn't mean another to just jump one. straight into that, but I was I was curious to see because it was last night. I've not recorded it, but I'll tell you about it quickly anyway. But I've had three Xyla streams before, if you remember. Mm-hmm. The first was dead Xylus. Yes. <laughs> when he died. The second was Xylus whispering in your ear. Yep, scary Xylus whispering mm-hmm. in my ear. The third wait, what was the third one? There was another Xylus stream. Oh. But I can't remember what it was. Oh, I so can't we've remember. Got, we've I got thought it was just the two. Spooky Silas. Or maybe it is just the two. Maybe this one is the third. But oh. so we've had uh yeah, we've had scary Xylus and we've had dead Silas. What do you think this Silas was? Oh, uh, well, it's, it's got to be like a positive now, right? Maybe it's lovely, friendly, helpful Xylus. <laughs> well, I had a dream. Make of this what you will. I had a dream that Mousy and Xylus had a cooking show together right. on Twitch. But it was all like, it was all done in extreme close-ups. They had a camera guy and it was all done in like tiny little like close-ups of fingertips touching lemons and stuff like that it was always to do with lemons it was always really close always lemons okay and then one day i was watching it and they accidentally cut to a wide shot and it turned out that mousy xylus and the cameraman all filmed it completely naked (laughs) not only that but xylus was in the bath for all of it so he was just sat he was in his kitchen right he was in the bath (laughs) And they were just like, oh, oh, didn't mean to show that. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I was just like, oh. up and I was just like, what the heck? So, yeah, we've got we've got dead Xylus. We've got angry Xylus, uh, scary Xylus. Naked Xylus. Naked Xylus. Just to complete what's the, to, uh, who's the Who's to trio. say that he wasn't very friendly and helpful while being True. naked? True. I mean, he was trying to teach people about cooking lemon recipes. Exactly. So that, that is very helpful. Um... But it gave me an idea because we've been trying to get Xylus to come on the podcast and he's always saying that he doesn't have dreams. But what if we got him on to try and determine my dreams about him? <laughs> I think at this point we can because you just keep having them. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I, try work I out what Xylus is doing in my head. Yeah, Xylus, get out of there. <laughs> get out of there. I keep having dreams about Rithian. So maybe we can Aww. get them both on. Oh, we can yeah. get the pair of them on. <laughs> have they been have they been nice dreams about Rhythian? Um yeah, I think they have actually. I I can't really remember. He they did die and he didn't whisper in my ear, so and he wasn't naked. Um, <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. There was uh Oh, what was it? I don't know if I recorded it. I don't think I did. 
There, there was one the other day where I think I told you both about it, actually. So my old workplace was trying to get Rithian to adopt one of the problem dogs. Oh, yeah. But they were doing it in a very underhanded way. Like they weren't telling him that it was a problem dog because he was a nice little Labrador. So they were like, oh, he's just a very lovely Labrador. He'll get on with your dog. Rithian doesn't have a dog, but he did in my dream. And yeah, they were basically lying to him saying like, oh, he'll be fine. But it turns out this dog, he would bite people whenever he went to a new home. He went to many new homes, several new homes. In the end, he got a nice new home. But in the dream, they were trying to give him to Rithian. So I ran after Rithian after he'd left to sort of consider it. And I was like, Rithian, you, you can't take this dog. Like, they're not telling you the full story. Like, he's a real problem case. He needs a behaviorist. He, he, he'll probably end up biting you. Like, and they're just not telling you. And then we both started crying because Aww. we were sad that the dog wouldn't get home. <laughs> <laughs> and then... My old boss came charging out of the building to talk to Rithian. And and I was just like, don't don't let her coerce you, Rithian. Don't let her do it. And I had to go back into the building. And then inside the building, they put me in prison. So I couldn't stop it no. from happening. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I don't know if Rithian ever adopted the problem dog. Oh, Aww. dear. But yeah, they were trying. I'm surprised I don't dream about you and Rithian more because you I like I spend so much of my time either talking to you both or streaming with you both or like I'm just surprised I'm surprised you don't feature more. Yeah, I I the same with you honestly. Like I mean, I I've not been having as many dreams lately, but when I have been dreaming, it's either completely random people that I don't actually know. Or, I say in that actually, a lot of the time lately there have been family members, which we will see in the dream that we're going to listen to for me. Oh, um, Vegetables Friday. Vegetables Friday. <laughs> yeah, that's the title. <laughs> I seem to always dream on a Friday. Look, both of my recordings are on Fridays. So, oh, yeah. Maybe tomorrow we'll, we'll hit the jackpot. Nice. Uh, we're dating the episode. It's Friday tomorrow. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I've been having the same, I've not been very good at recording dreams. I think I've been trying to be getting out of bed, uh, quicker in the morning. And I think that does mean that I've not recorded as many dreams recently, but I've remembered mm. them strangely. Cause usually if I get up too quick, they, they sort of fall out of my head, but yeah, maybe that's maybe like been... a result of recording them quite a lot. Yeah. I just better remember remembering them remember my first dream that i've brought for you today oh wait my dream that i have brought for you today that i'm not i'm not words getting my dream that we could listen to first that i have brought today i maybe is this a dream is are we dreaming <laughs> it's one that i've been it was back in february and it's one that I've been really excited to listen to again, just because I really, I don't really remember what happened, but I woke up really happy from it. Oh, like, it I better be a happy it dream. It's going to be really dream. awkward if it's a weird. Oh, geez. Yeah. I mean, like I woke up Silas smiling dream. and recorded it and then it's just going to be like, and then I took down the third victim. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I remembered it being like, yay. I'm scared Aww. now. Well, there we go. No, we'll we have go. to find out. 
Yeah, should we? Let's <laughs> do it. See if I was happy I want to listen good to some reason. dreams. Yes, let's do it. Okay, here we go. I had a dream that I had a raccoon. I was looking after this raccoon, and he was in a cage in my parents' room that I was staying in. And at one point, Jerry was in there too. He was just like staying in the room with me. Um. But yeah, all I remember is that I would offer this little raccoon food. At one point he put all his food in his water bowl. At one point he got zoomies and he like jumped up on me and it was really nice. And then at one point I was just like cradling him like a baby and I kept trying to get him to hold on to my back. But he was just um just wanting to be cradled. <laughs> Yeah, this little raccoon hands they would pick stuff up with. It was nice. Um, then I woke up, then I fell asleep again. I had another dream that I was streaming again at my parents' house. I was streaming and I had this weird alert through. And it was saying that someone had gifted 500 subs and I was like what and then for some reason I just like stood up and walked away I'd been streaming on a laptop and then I just walked over to the television to start streaming but then like my mum came over and was just like waving at the camera and being like hello be nice to my daughter and then my niece came over and uh, I was like, oh no, like, you're too young, you shouldn't be seen on Twitch. And then I went back over to the laptop and then I just couldn't log back in to Twitch. And I was like, trying to, I was like, oh, I must still be live. Chat must still be talking, but I can't get on. And I was trying to talk to my niece at the same time. And I was just, it was just, oh, stress dream. <laughs> Boo. Um, but having the raccoon was nice. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> well, I think I see why you were happy now. Okay, I think I woke up happy from the first dream. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Maybe not the second one. <laughs> I forgot that there were two parts to that. Oh, snuck that in there. It's because. I have been... So I did look raccoon up in the book whilst we were listening to that, and it's not there. There's, there's nothing about raccoons. Um, but I have a feeling it's because there's a new account that I started following on TikTok that is yeah. called Raccoon Drive-By or something like that. <laughs> and it's like... Um, oh, no, Drive-Through. And it's basically just these people who they have a window in their kitchen that raccoons will come and grab food from and they put different bowls on their windowsill. Oh my God. And when a raccoon appears, they just open up the window and it will be like, they have one bowl that's full of Cheerios and another full of scrambled <laughs> egg and all of this stuff. And then they line the windowsill with grapes. And I, the other day, Alex walked into the room and I was just like laughing. He was like, what are you laughing at? And I was just like, just their little faces when they're eating. It's just so oh, lovely. Raccoons so are the cute. best. They're so cute. I can't like, believe that there's places where they're just they just they just hanging out and just walking around. Like we see them in zoos, but they literally just, they just hang out. It's yeah. amazing. I remember I was showing pictures of um, my trip to Amsterdam on stream, and we went to a lot of zoos because it was for uni. 
And yeah. in artists, like one of the big zoos in the center of Amsterdam, they had raccoons there. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, look, here's the raccoon enclosure, blah, blah, blah. And all of the Americans in chat were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why have you got a raccoon in an enclosure in a zoo? <laughs> they're, out, they're meant to be outside in the bins. <laughs> oh, like, no, they're perfect. I want to look at them. They were like, it's like putting a rat in a zoo. And I'm like, yeah. Like whenever I go to a zoo, I'm disappointed if they don't have a rat enclosure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I do just love them. I really want to meet a raccoon. There is Me like too. a place around here that I can't I can't think what it's called. It's the one I think you went to it before, didn't you? Where the place where you could hold rats and mice and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they had I a think... raccoon there, didn't they? That was friends with a koati. Yeah, and I think you can like pay to have an experience hour. With yeah. the raccoon where you go in with them and that is so cute. Trash. <laughs> oh my god. I would love to do that. What a baby. I love raccoons so much. I just, just really like so adorable. When you, you see people who have like they just have like little houses out in the woods and the raccoons know that they can go and visit them and Aww. oh it just seems so lovely. They're so that, cute. Um Instagram reminds me of... What did you say it was Instagram or TikTok? TikTok. TikTok. That TikTok reminds me of um, one that I follow. <laughs> it's not quite the same, but it's called Feeding Stephen. And it's a guy <laughs> in a flat who feeds a seagull <laughs> that he's called Stephen. Oh, I think <laughs> and I've seen that. <laughs> Stephen comes to his window every day demanding food. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, there was a point where... It was like, oh, turns out Stephen's a girl and she's made a nest on the building over there. Look, there's her boyfriend. And then there was this Aww. whole thing where like her little boyfriend um, passed away and it was so sad. No. Poor Stephen kept coming to the window to get more food. And oh, oh, it was so cute. But I just sat and watched tons of videos of Stephen just gobbling down food. Bless him. I, like, we had the closest we've had is we had this uh, western conifer seed bug that lived in our bathroom for a winter. He just appeared one day, and we called him Colin, and I asked the internet what type of bug he was, and then I looked up what they eat. I gave him a pine cone for Christmas. Oh! Um, and I would try and get him, like, if I saw conifer trees i think there's like a particular family of trees that i i would take bits from when i saw them in woods and stuff bring oh them my back God. for colin and then one day he seemed like ready to leave and i was like okay i'll accept this and i put his he lived on our spider plant and i put the spider plant in the spare room and i opened up the window and i was like if you want to fly out colin that's fine that's fine if you're ready. And then like I got back and I couldn't see him and I was really sad. And then the next day I found him on the curtains and I was like, Colin stayed. Oh, Colin. <laughs> but sadly, he did meet he he did just he he left us. Oh. <laughs> Alex was like, I found Colin and I um I I flushed him. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, A Viking burial. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, sadly he did leave us in the end. But you know, it was just nice. Where I I like it when people adopt these weird little guys that just turn up in their house or yeah, in their, in their garden. Aww. I would love to be 
accepted by a random animal. Yes. Like a crow. Yes. I've tried to make friends with a magpie that turns up in our garden, but every time I open the door, they're just like, what the heck? <laughs> and they fly off and I'm like, please love me. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> oh, I was um, looking at Reddit the other day and on the what is this bug subreddit, um, I think it was on that one, but they seemed to know what it was. This person from Australia, they were like, uh, is this a huntsman spider? It's living in my makeup bag. He just kind of chills there. And oh they posted gosh. this picture of a huntsman just sitting there, chilling in the makeup. And she's like, yeah, I just kind of, you know, work around her. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, yeah, that's a huntsman, but she pregnant. And she was like, hmm, okay, might have to relocate. Blimey, <laughs> Australians are built different, I they swear. They really are. <laughs> that's what all the comments were saying. They were like, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> But they were so chill. <laughs> that's that's unfortunate that she's pregnant in my makeup bag. Might have to think about moving her. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> I have this attitude of like, if I see, I mean, obviously we're lucky that any spiders we see in our house, it doesn't really matter. But I just have this attitude when I see spiders of like, okay, you've got a job to do. And if you keep doing that job, I respect you. Just don't ever sit on... I was going to say, just don't ever sit on my face. Don't ever sit on but my face. You know face. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I absolutely agree. I've had that before. Um, when I lived at my parents, I was laying in bed and I had a little like gap at the side of my wardrobe and I looked down the gap on the wall and there was a huge house spider. It was like... I'm sorry, everyone with arachnophobia. I'm so sorry. But um, <laughs> it must have been like... Two and a bit inches, like, wide. It was yeah. large and it was chunky. Um, and I was scared to death. And I was trying to catch it to put it out and it fell down the wall. And I had stuff, like, on the floor between the wardrobe and the wall. So it got lost in this pile of junk. And I was like, oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, no. I can't, I'm not going to be able to find him now. It's like the middle of the night and this spider is in my room somewhere. So I just went to bed somehow. <coughs> and I completely forgot that it existed until the next day when I was laying in bed reading a book and it crawled over my hand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I instinctively just went whoosh and like it flew across the room, bless it, and hit the wardrobe. And Aww. oh my God, I was so scared because it's, it's decided to crawl on me that day. And I was like, no, if you just stayed in the corner, it would have been fine. You could have lived here, but nope. <laughs> you decided you wanted to be near me, and that's an issue. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, my goodness. I've reminded that this podcast is still called The Comfort Zone. It is called The Comfort Zone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing our job. <laughs> my comfort zone is having no spiders around my vicinity. Yeah, see, because like the bunnies, a problem that bunnies get will uh, is called fly strike, mm -hmm. uh, which is when flies go and do nasty Me. things around the bunnies and um, legs on their bum. Yeah, so because of that, when I see spiders around, I'm just like, if you keep eating those flies, we're That's gonna good. get along just fine. We'll get along, but don't fly be slacking. Fly strike is awful. I had to learn yeah. all about it at uni. Um, we had like a whole section on bunny health. <laughs> Aww. Banooey. Banooey. 
I'm just yeah, thinking it's it's, it's pretty unrelated, really. We're just talking about random animals that show up. But yeah. uh, one time I was at work uh, and I was cleaning out all of the rabbits and I opened up the hutch just to check for poop and I found a bunch of newborn bubbers, a bunch of Aww. newborn banooies all just hanging out in there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's not supposed <laughs> to be here. <laughs> Yes. It was very cute. They were little pinkies at the time and Aww. they were not supposed to be there. So I got on the radio. I was like, guys, there's a, there's a bunch of babies here. I, I need help. Oh, it was so cute. And we got to watch them grow up. It was so lovely. I would love to help to raise baby Banooies. Like, baby Banooies. I follow so many rescues and I'm like, if ever, if ever they say that a, that a, Pregante mama has turned up. I'm gonna be there. Like, give them to me. I will do this. <laughs> this is my purpose. Ah, uh, they're so small. I remember yeah. them all running around around their mum, just pooping oh. everywhere, making so much mess. Yeah, they do. They really do. It's quite funny how like the difference between when you get because baby bunnies will take a little while to like. Start growing that fur and start eating mm-hmm. and all this stuff. They they seem to take their time. Whereas I swear guinea pigs just plop out and just start chewing on lettuce like so. <laughs> they just seem to be born as miniature guinea pigs. That's so funny. It's like giraffes, you know? Like they they're just insane. You know, they 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 drop out, <laughs> yeah. six foot drop, they're like bam, they hit the floor and they're like, Sup, I'm here now. I can stand <laughs> up and I want some trees to eat. Let's go. Like, what? Let's do it's this. It's so weird. <laughs> Let's do this. Whereas then you got like, you know, I've, I've been on this planet for over 30 years. I don't know how to take care of myself. Still. Yeah, literally. <laughs> humans are just flawed in that way. Yeah. They take many years and sometimes it doesn't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> we all need to be more like a giraffe or a guinea pig. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the little noises, noises they make. Yeah. yeah. A little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to go to Australia one day, but I am sort of terrified. Yeah, at the same time. I'd like to go. I I wouldn't like to meet the wildlife so much. Yeah. Apparently, like finding. You know, like you know how, like if we're driving, sometimes in the countryside, it's like, oh, watch out for deer. In Australia, it's kangaroos, and <laughs> and that that's just wild to me. It's like, yeah. oh, watch out, a kangaroo might jump out and jump into your car. Like what? Steal your wallet, <laughs> beat you up, leave you on the curb. I oh, okay. saw this thing the other day. I can't remember where it was, but it was basically like elephants had learned that. They'd learn to recognize the sugarcane trucks that go through. And they would literally, because there's like, obviously they're protected. So there's laws that when the elephants walk out, all the traffic has to stop. So the elephants would just wait for the truck and then they'd step out and then they would just block the truck and start eating all the sugarcane off the back. (laughs) (laughs) And the truck driver's just sat there like, okay, I can't do anything. Oh my God. They're so clever. They're so, yeah. so clever. Babies. I love animals. They're so good. Yeah, so precious. So precious. 
I don't what think there the... were any animals in my dream. Ah, oh yeah, we're going to be talking about dreams. Dreams. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there were any. There were vegetables, but no animals. Is no this... minerals. This is an automatic name, isn't it? This vegetables thing. Yeah, not... yeah. Um, so my phone assigns a name to them. So the name of this one is vegetables. And then another one I had was Minecraft. Ooh. I don't remember what the Minecraft dream consisted of, but the vegetables one I do I do remember. Well, should we should we give it a listen? Yes, let's just give it a little listen. This is a quite a long dream, so buckle up. Put your slippers okay. on. Put Settle your slippers down. on. Go and go pause the podcast and go and have a cup of tea. Oh, I don't have a cup of tea. Get a cup of tea and bring it back. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. Apparently yeah. on one of the platforms that this podcast goes out on, the ad placement last week was Tom Bates saying, okay, so what happened in my dream was, and then it just <laughs> cut to an ad. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's how we keep them waiting. Keep them coming back for more. <laughs> That's it. Keep them on the edge of their seats. I don't know how it chooses it. I guess if there's just like a certain pause or something maybe, maybe it's just it, it was lucky plops it in there but hang on yeah. let's see if it works this time okay so okay so what happened in my dream was <laughs> we're gonna find out i'm gonna press the button hello i had a dream it was the last day of school and i had to get home and revise because they'd decided to put the maths exam on the Saturday and today was a Friday so everyone was like oh two p it was either 2 p.m. or 6 p.m. on Saturday is the maths exam and I was like well geez I haven't revised I thought they'd just forgotten about it and it wasn't gonna happen so we're just gonna have to see how it goes I guess um, so I was at the school it was the end of the day and I had to sort of gather all my stuff up um, and I had a lot of stuff I think maybe because it was the end of the year I had to take all my stuff home <sighs> um, so I had a really big backpack like a hiking backpack and I had a smaller backpack that I filled with like four pairs of shoes and a pencil case and an iPad. Um, I had an UDI. I had um, probably one of those art folders that you carry around, like the big ones with a handle. All sorts of stuff. And I was like, I have to carry this to my car. And my car wasn't parked out the front because it was too busy. So it was parked like you had to go out the front and down the road, and there was a back road. It didn't exist in real life, but there was a back road that had my car on it. Um, so people were like wandering around and there was a girl and she was like panicking. She was like, oh my God, like I've tried, I've revised so much, but I think I'm going to do badly at this exam. And I was like, mate, I didn't even know it was happening. So, you know, at least you'll have someone who's doing worse than you. <laughs> you'll be fine. Um... And I was like, oh, I need to go, I need to go, I need to try and get a bit of revision in. But there was going to be something 
in the evening that would stop me. I had think I had to go somewhere. But anyway, so I, I started leaving and trying to get back to my car. And um, I walked down the road and I at this point my bags had all disappeared. And I think I walked a little bit too far. So I was like, oh, surely I'll be able to like cut through like an alleyway and get to this back road. So I started walking up, trying to find a back route, and there was a, like a dusty, dirty um, pathway that had been cut out of a field. So it looked like brand new, like, so the, the ground was all fresh, and as if it had just been dug out, uh, and there was a fence on either side, and through the fence you could see that the fields were just full of vegetables. So there were people in the fields just growing vegetables. There were like plantains, there were cabbages and all that stuff. Like for some plantains growing out of the ground for some reason. Um yeah, full of vegetables. And there were these people in front of me. Um but they were walking really slow. Um and eventually this path became like the vegetable processing line and it was kind of like a metal not tube but like a you know like a, an air vent sort of thing like a square like and and the vegetables all went through that on a conveyor um and and the pathway led to this conveyor so we just ended up crawling through this little like processing thing and eventually there was a part where they wanted us to get out and that was it, it was like it had a, an an entry uh, like a hole but it, it had rollers and i tried to push the rollers but they didn't really move very much and i was like i can't get through that there's no way i can get through that it's way too small and so I left and the two people in front of me were just like, oh well, and they, they went through it and I was like, nope, I don't want to get stuck in that. So I left and I tried to find a way all the way around. Um, and eventually I did and I found where these people were going, not where my car was, but uh, it turns out it was like YouTube HQ, but it was just like a shitty storefront in a shopping center and there were lots of people there um and they were all just like hanging out and you know playing board games and stuff um and across the way there was an old lady and there were lots of crafts on the side and one of the ladies was like Oh, you've done a really good job with this. This is so good. And I was like, oh, that wasn't mine. Um, and they're like, oh, oh, I wonder who did it. And they like, they wander off and try and find who, who made this craft. And I continue in, and I find my nan, and, um, she's worried because, she had to record a thing, uh, for an autobiography or a, a like a biopic, for someone I don't know who. I think an author, because they were talking about his books, um, and she was like, oh yeah, like, oh god, I don't know what I'm going to look like, I'm going to look bloody awful, 
Um, and we start watching it, and like there are people coming on screen talking about this person, and then suddenly my nan's there, and it's like doing these weird artistic cuts to like different parts of her face when she's talking, and she's like, oh bloody hell, oh jeez. <laughs> Um, but then she starts talking about how she was best friends with my other nan, which, you know, it wasn't true. They met, but they didn't really know each other. Um, and they got matching tattoos and they used to go bowling together. <laughs> and I was like, what is this doing in this biopic? Um, but my nan was sitting there watching and smiling and it was very nice. Um, and, and they were having a great time going bowling and getting their tattoos. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I remember. Um, I never found my car, and I never did the test. The end. Oh, yeah. That was a a nice journey. This <laughs> <Just an> adventure. <laughs> At first, I thought like, oh no, it's gonna be like another school dream and you're gonna it's gonna be all stressful and stuff. But it seemed to actually work out quite nicely. Yeah, it definitely started off that way. Like it, I, I've I've seemed to have um, hang on. <clears throat> I seem to have been going through all of the different tests that I could possibly do in all of yeah. my dreams lately. Like <clears throat> this was a maths test, and the other day I had a dream about another test. I don't know if it was a history one or English one or something. Um, but just every other dream, it's like right, it's the end of term, and we're having this test, and I'm like, oh. I just keep getting it. It's almost like it's like there's some sort of timeline in my dreams where it started off like at school and I hadn't done a homework or I hadn't done the project. Yeah. And then it was like, right, it's the end of term and you haven't done the art project or there is an art project. And then eventually I had the one where I did the art exam and I drew the yeah. burger. <laughs> and then I remember having one where I did a history one and I've had one where I've done this maths one and I've had an English one and I just keep going through all of these tests in my dreams and it's like, but always it's like I haven't prepared for it and I don't know if it's actually going to happen. Like it's always on like a day off school. Like yeah. I'm like, like people are like, oh, at two o'clock tomorrow or two o'clock on Saturday, we have to be here to do this exam. And I'm like, what? Are you sure? And then I just forget. <laughs> <laughs> It's so strange. I keep having these dreams. But yeah, I thought it would end up being one of those. But in the end, it wasn't. It was a it was a journey to find my car, which is another dream that I've had several times. Yeah. Um, I always park it near my school, but on some sort of off-road, like, lane. Um, and... I've had dreams before where I've lost it and it's like, where's my car? I'm trying to find it. Um, and it's never my actual car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so again, this time that snuck in, but then it became vegetables and people just hanging out outside yeah. YouTube HQ. And it was very strange. It was very strange. I feel like a lot more stuff happened as well. Like I, I think there were things happening before I talked to the lady about the crafts, um, but I can't really remember what. I yeah. see. I I think it might have been a different dream, but I think before I spoke to the the craft lady, there was someone there that wanted one of my like tablets, like my medication, and I was like, 
well, one tablet isn't going to do much for you, but sure, you can have one. <laughs> um, I, I think that happened in that dream. And then I, and then there was, there were like these tables um, that people kept laying on, but it turns out they weren't tables. They were pools of water that had like a cover on them. So oh. every time they laid on them, they would just fall in the water. <laughs> yeah. And that happened once or twice. Um, but I just, I couldn't really place it in the dream. It was just these weird things that were happening in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that all happened during this wild dream. <laughs> I looked up a couple of things. Just then, mm. whilst you were saying that, I looked up car just in case. But okay. it's very much like driving a car, being in a car. It says like, the car is often is very often representative of our own personal space, an extension of our being. But I don't know if that applies to this. Hmm. Um, there's nothing about like looking for a car or parking a car. I wonder um, if like... The whole looking for the car thing is sort of an extension of how I always look for belongings in dreams. Like in the school, I was doing the same thing that I always do in dreams, which is collecting up my stuff and putting it into bags and being like, right, I need to take this home now. I need to carry all of this stuff. I've got my laptop. I've got my shoes. Um, And I I think I might have said it in the recording, but yeah, I remember packing the bags in this dream so i had like four pairs of shoes an ipad and i like that you had an udi <laughs> yeah my udi and just lots of random stuff and it's, yeah. it's it's always like oh i'm leaving work or i'm leaving school and my locker needs to be cleared out and it's got all of this stuff in it it's so oh strange God. yeah so yeah this dream was like an, an amalgamation of lots of other recurring dreams that i have well it also says like a car stands for spiritual direction and motivation and on the same page is carried slash carrying which says to be aware of carrying an object suggests we need to look at what is being accepted as a burden or difficult so i wonder if it's something about there's like something maybe like transitioning between one uh phase of life and another like leaving school has its own burdens and difficulties and then you're mm. looking for your card and travel to the next stage huh. of life which is crafts crafts <laughs> or vegetables first and then crafts it's true like, when you said about the old woman doing crafts i was like that better not be me because we were in a craft <laughs> chat group at the moment i was like i better not be this old lady talking I about think crafts. It was you. <laughs> i don't think it was Maybe you were there doing some craft. <laughs> You're like, yeah, there was this old one. She was really wrinkled and... Uh... She had really long hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also looked up Harvest, uh, which says, to be dreaming about a harvest indicates that we are going to reap the rewards of previous care we have taken. Oh. Uh, we can create a store for ourselves by, for instance, doing something, doing good, and then achieving some kind of reward later on. So maybe after you've done your journey and, you know, all the all the learning you did at school, you can now reap the rewards with your current life vegetables. <laughs> Is there anything you've been thinking about recently that you learned a while ago? Are you thinking like... I'm good at streaming this because I did this before or something, mm. maybe. No, not that I 
can think of. I um not really. All I've been streaming lately is XCOM. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never done anything that would help me with XCOM. <laughs> So that alien training that you did before yeah, in school. Yeah, I fought so many aliens. <laughs> but like the vegetables all went on this conveyor belt to YouTube HQ. So maybe it's something about wanting to do things for YouTube still. Because I still yeah. haven't gotten around to it because I'm so bad. The main issue is that I don't like watching my own content back. Yeah. So I don't like editing it. Um. So I will stare at DaVinci Resolve and think... I need to put my videos into this and look at them. And then yeah. I close DaVinci Resolve. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe in order to get them vegetables, I need to get over it. You but... have to like embrace the wonky veg. You know, like how they have, you know, wonky carrots. It's the carrots that aren't the pretty ones that you sell mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm. shops. You need to you need to embrace them. They're still just as tasty, even if you don't like the look of <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. My wonky, delicious content. Um, it also says, to be taking part in a harvest or perhaps a harvest festival indicates that we are celebrating our own life energy, that energy that we have available to us, to be used in achieving those dividends we feel are ours by right. Energy? You what? What's, what's energy? What's energy? <laughs> um, although, were you really taking part in the harvest or you were just sort of watching? No, I was literally walking up a pathway through the middle of the fields, which had like a fence on either side. So I could yeah. not go into the field. Um, but then the pathway just became the conveyor belt. Yeah. Weirdly. So I wasn't taking part, and then I ended up on the conveyor, like one of the vegetables in the harvest. I wonder but, if that yeah. would be like, maybe this is thinking too deeply into this, but I wonder if that could be like, when do you see, like, I think in our in our work, sometimes some stuff seems to come a lot easier to other people, mm. and they seem to have that, like, more benefits to reap the reward of and yep. I guess maybe that could be what it is that you were like seeing this you know the future of this big vegetable setup and the vegetables are success and someone you know they've got to the stage of automation they don't have to dig up their veg anymore they've got like a conveyor <laughs> belt and it's just it's all set up nicely now and maybe it was that maybe you're looking at your future when you're going to be able to have your vegetable conveyor belt you won't need oh, if to only dig around in the dirt anymore <laughs> i can't wait to have my vegetable <laughs> conveyor belt the thing is when i got to the end of the conveyor i didn't want to go through it to the other side to youtube hq oh, i was yeah. like nope so i backtracked and i went all the way around i went a different way so maybe maybe i'm just awkward and i like to do <laughs> things differently <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean to be fair, like a big part about YouTube is, oh, that, that word, the algorithm. The algorithm. <laughs> so maybe it's a sign you want to do things differently to the algorithm. Maybe. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to get on the second conveyor belt, you know, with its clickbait titles. and Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just march up to the front door. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to go the long way around and find it myself. 
and then find my nan for some reason. Yeah. That bit at the end was cute, though. It was that like... really was. Just hanging out with my nan, and then she was like, best friends with my other nan, and then they got their little tattoos and went bowling. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea why. I think maybe I was just thinking about Nan because we are going to see her for Mother's Day. Oh, um, okay. So I had Nan on my mind. Uh, but my other Nan passed away, uh, like, what, 12 years ago now? So Yeah. Um, maybe because, it, you know, we're going to see my, my Nan. Maybe my other Nan was on my mind as well. But, yeah. But, yeah, like, it was very cute. Oh, very, very lovely. I want to. I I want to get a nan. I've not had any grandparents for years now, and I hear I'll people's be stories about. <laughs> I hear these stories about like one of my friends. She's really close to her nan. Like they hang out all the time, and they see each other all the time. And she's always like after work, she would always say like, "Oh, I'm gonna go around my dad's for dinner and stuff." And I was like, "I, I need to get one of these nans. They just they sound really good." <laughs> I need to get one. Is that like? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out a, a not a lonely hearts, but just I'll put out that. Is there any old old grandchildless women in Bristol who want to adopt <laughs> me as their grandchild? Looking for a nan for hire. <laughs> <laughs> Mid thirties woman oh, seeks nan to uh, <laughs> hear old life stories about and. I don't know. You could teach me knitting. I've never knitted before. There we go. Maybe you could I mean, be my I, dad. I, I could you be your nan. I could, I could try that. <laughs> I could teach you to crochet. I kind of know how to knit. You could yeah. knit a straight line. Yeah. I'd be a good nan. Yeah. But yeah, no. I I feel like I dream about my grandparents quite a lot as well, thinking about it. Um, I don't know why, but... Should I look <gasps> up... Oh. I'll look up grandchildren. Jerry's just hopped over. Oh. Worried he's going to nibble my toes under the table. So if you hear any random screams, that's what the noise is. <laughs> uh, I wonder if it would be under family or people. Probably family. Family. Uh, family, family, family. The family is the first basic security image that a child has, often through circumstances not within that child's control. That image has become distorted, and dreams will either attempt to put this image right or will confirm the distortion. Hello, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jerry, do you want to be on the podcast? Jerry, have you had any dreams recently? Whilst I was trying to read the book, I just felt this little nosing at my elbow, like, excuse me. Um, I'll look up people because there was something about his girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, a neighbor, someone else's mother, father. No, where's where's Nan in this book? Crowd, dictator, man, old people. Oh, ancestors or grandparents. Aha. Uh-huh. In dreams, old people could represent either our ancestors or our grandparents. Hence, wisdom accrued from experience. If, uh, oh. Well, no, it's not that they represented. They just were. They just were, yeah. It just is. Just is your nan. Oh, a Mm. woman in a woman's dream. 
such as a family member or friend, is often representative of an aspect of her own personality, but often one she has not yet fully understood. Oh. Maybe my two nans were me and you, and we Yay! should get matching tattoos oh and my go gosh, bowling. We could go bowling. That does actually sound very lovely. I do sort of like... So obviously, there's like... That time, I think we are very much in a time where, you know, getting old seems scary. Like you think, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm this much older than my 20s now and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, but I get the feeling, and I really hope this is true, that you then get to a certain age where you just embrace it. And you oh, know yeah. when you see like, like the sorts of old ladies, I guess, not really old, but you know, old ladies who are just like, do you know what? Screw it. <laughs> I've lived within restraints all my life. I'm just gonna, yeah, I don't care anymore. <laughs> and I I'm gonna dye like my hair pink be... and I'm gonna be crazy. Yeah, I feel like that must be a very freeing age to, to get to. Definitely. I feel like I'm gonna end up doing that. Should we just do it now? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> just embrace it early. <laughs> I'd love to see you with pink hair. Do you know what? Great. I was thinking, and I've thought this every year for like 10 years in a row, but I was thinking this year is going to be the year I dye my hair. <laughs> Whether I actually will or not. The problem is it would cost so much. Yeah, you have a lot of hair to dye. And I was thinking, I really want to dye it like reddish, but like a natural looking red, maybe? Um, like a auburn, I guess. And, um, That'd be nice. But I was thinking like would the upkeep cost loads? But then again, I guess once you've got pretty much all the hair, it's just the little like roots and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What? I'm I'm crap at upkeep. I the amount of times I've just let it grow out. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> like, oh well. My my hair's terrible though. Like I I only really tend to dye it like brownie, black, maybe purple, maybe red. Yeah. But it always fades back to red all the time so i don't know why but my hair just has like a red undertone to it i think and dye just eventually washes out and just leaves the red there to chill (laughs) (laughs) so it's just constant red maybe this year i will just do it just go you come down we get matching tattoos we go bowling bowling. dye my hair it'll be great if you dye your hair, I'll take you bowling. <laughs> I do dread to think how much it would cost for all of this hair. Although, see, I was thinking of cutting my hair this year as well. So I was thinking, well, maybe I could just cut it and then dye it after. But then I sort of want to see how it would look this long dyed. So I'm in, yeah. a, I'm in a loop. How long, how, how short do you want it cut? Well, I was thinking of maybe doing a charity stream where every thousand pounds was an inch oh that's good yeah and then just seeing how short people get it I like that (laughs) I mean I've got I've got a lot of it I could raise like 20,000 pounds yeah (laughs) and still have a full head of hair (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's such a good idea you should do it and then you can dye it yeah, I can dye the two inches of hair that I have left. <laughs> Do you know how long your hair actually is? Uh, oh, I did measure it a it while ago, like but I can't think how long it was. A couple of feet, right? 
Yeah. Couple of hairy feet. Couple like of hairy up in feet. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about hobbit feet the other day. Because mm. I was thinking like, okay, so if hobbits were in this day and age, do you reckon you would get like hobbits that shave their feet and other hobbits that try and make them feel bad about having like, oh, you don't shave your feet? Uh, oh, I would God, just have definitely. this whole thing about like body shaving hobbits. Definitely, yeah. It's so sad, but absolutely. It made absolutely. me really sad when I was thinking about it because I was like, no, not the hobbits. Not the hobbits. Leave the hobbits alone. You would have them like on the on the cover of like Hobbit Weekly. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> look at them. They've got such smooth feet. Oh, All of their search history would be like smooth feet. <laughs> I'd love to be a hobbit. Yeah. I mean, we we pretty much live the hobbit life anyway. We do, yeah. Don't really go on many adventures. <laughs> Just Actually, no, that's not true. You're always off jet-setting about. I don't know Am I? jet-setting. Oh, I guess that means flying, doesn't it? It does, But you've yeah. been to... Uh, you went somewhere recently and then somewhere else. And to me, that's a lot of places. <laughs> Oh, I suppose so. I went I went to Birmingham. Does that count? <laughs> oh, exotic, exotic Birmingham. Very exotic. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of where our next holiday could be. And I, you know, I was saying this earlier that I asked Rithian, because I've been talking to Rithian about going to Sweden for years because I was meant to go in 2020. Something got in the way. Can't remember what it was. And, um... <laughs> I was thinking, like, oh, maybe I'll just go to the Netherlands instead. So I said to Rithia, would you be upset if I went to the Netherlands before I went to Sweden? And I realized that he never <laughs> actually gave an answer. And I was like, I think that's yes. A yes. And he didn't want that's to say yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I just, like, I like the fact that I could get a train to the Netherlands. Because I'm, oh, I'm so bad at, like, I've only flown to two places and I hated every second of it. So if really? I can avoid it. I will. But then again, one day I would like to go to New Zealand. So I feel like I'm just going to have to embrace it. Yeah, you just got to just gotta get used to it. Just got to get drugged up. Get or drugged up. And hope that I'm okay. I would it's... go to Sweden with you. Aw, I'd go to Sweden with you. I'd go to Sweden. <laughs> Should we try and learn Swedish together? Okay. We can learn all our... Uh, 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 uh. Uh. That's half of it. Basically fluent. Yeah. Fluent. Fluent. Sorry, really good. Oh, he won't listen this fine. He only listens to the two episodes he's already been in. It's fine. It's true, it's true. Everything else is just filler. This is the real episodes. <laughs> I know how to say I don't speak Swedish in Swedish. So I feel like that's like most of what you'd that's need. That's what out you need, there. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's like being able I think I could say I don't speak insert language in three different languages. <laughs> <laughs> I think at a certain point that's all I learned. And then I'm like, well, that's me sorted. I'm set, ready <laughs> to go. Else, I'll just say loud and slow. <laughs> I've made it. <laughs> 
You speak a bit, a bit of a uh, Japanese, don't you? Mm, not really. I can I can understand Japanese, but I can't speak it. I I, I mean I can't understand it really either. But yeah. I can get the gist of a conversation if I were to listen in. You know, um, I know okay. choice phrases. <laughs> <laughs> All of them smut. <laughs> Yeah, I, just... I, I I would like to learn it. My sister can speak it. She lived in Japan oh. for like six months. Oh wow! Um, my sister is insane. Like she she learned Japanese and she went and lived in Japan. And a couple of years ago, she decided she wanted to learn Chinese. So she did. I was oh like, okay. Gosh. I don't know how she does it. Yeah, she's mad. I can barely speak English some days. Yeah, so same. people being bi or trilingual is just it's just wizardry to me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking this the other day because we were streaming with Rydian and and we got Rydian to say something in in Swedish, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Rydian can speak Swedish." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like when you think about you know Silas and Rydian, and they're just yeah. always speaking their second language to us. Yeah, and when I when we went to um, Amsterdam for for TwitchCon, Silas was like. You know our little tour guide, and we always talk to everyone in in Dutch, and yeah, and it was like, oh, oh, Silas can Silas can speak Dutch, yeah, <laughs> weird. It's like <laughs> <who'd> um, <laughs> <laughs> our local. Uh, we we had a chippy tea last night, and I went to get the chips, and our chip shop is uh, run by a Polish family, and the lady like took my order, and then she was just turning around, and just chatting away, and then turning around like. It, there was no break in conversation from being like, what can I get you? And then she'd turn around and say something. And she'd be like, salt and vinegar? Turn around. And I was just like, how are you switching languages so quickly? Yeah. Like, I was oh, just, just there amazed. Like, how are you doing People this? People that are like bilingual, dual-lingual, dual-linguistic. Dual they they yeah. can speak many languages. It just, they astound me. They're very, very cool. Yeah. Maybe I should get back on Duolingo. Get yeah, the, uh, owl to be disappointed in me yet again. <laughs> <laughs> You've made Duo sad. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Then you get Duo at the end of your bed with a knife. <laughs> Come What's back to Duolingo. Trousers. <laughs> no Duo. Where is the library? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I was learning Swedish. Duo was just trying to teach me. The woman has a knife. The elephant has a knife. The turtle has a knife. I was like, okay, I get it. And then one day, Drew's just going to turn up like, guess what? The owl has a knife too. The owl <laughs> has a knife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I was thinking oh, it'd be dude. nice to get some like Swedish children's books or watch some children's TV or something. Watch that real like, you know, the the more basic language stuff yeah. just to try and get yeah i've I've done like that it. with some japanese like there were there are a few like animes and mangas that are sort of geared towards younger children and they they're a lot easier to understand and especially like in mangas um if you have because in japanese you have three alphabets you got uh katakana hiragana and kanji um someone's gonna turn up now in the comments like actually they have four <laughs> sorry but they have there are three and there might be more there are three and three plus. in at three least plus. three <laughs> in uh in like mangas that are geared towards younger children 
often the kanji, which are like the really difficult characters. Like kanjis are the ones that are like, you know, symbolic rather than, you know, this means this. It's like, oh, oh it could okay. mean water. It could mean ice if it has another little flick here. Like, yeah. Um, in in these mangas, they often have the kanji there and then they have the hiragana underneath, which tells you how to pronounce it, which oh, is okay. really helpful. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like getting children's stuff is great for learning, for sure. See, because I was thinking recently that I would like to go to... Oh, I'd really like to go to Greece because I just... Because I, I obviously like... I'm really big into Greek mythology and the idea... Like I went to the Roman baths the other day and... The idea that, because like a lot of our idea of that time of life is stuff is just seeing the ruins of stuff. Whereas if you go to those places, they've actually tried to preserve things throughout the ages. And obviously they yeah. are still ruins, but they're in a bit better shape than the stuff that we get here. So mm-hmm. just the idea of actually being able to go and see like a proper temple or that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that just would like, be I so cool. I really want to see these sorts of things. And obviously a lot of Greek mythology, like some of it is actually now turkey and this sort of stuff but like it'd be nice to make a start on it but the thing is obviously if you go to like france or germany the characters are still the same whereas greek it's all greek to me like they're it's all greek. the different alphabet like how you get with like russian and stuff. it's just i'm like i don't think i would even stand a chance at being yeah. able to try and understand <laughs> anything i was anything written thing. down like as soon as you see a different language, a uh, different alphabet, different script, it's just like, oh God. Yeah. Now what? <laughs> now I have to learn this from the ground up before I learn any words. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Languages are hard. But then again, I guess the whole like benefit of speaking English is that a lot of places do. They're just British. British. Do you speak British? Parlez-vous. Oglais. Uno please. Please. <laughs> Bucket of Vindaloo <laughs> and a pint. <laughs> so, yeah, but I would like I would like to go there. I would like to go to the There are many places that we need to go. Also, I am sort of in denial about the fact that Greece is actually probably quite a sunny place. Uh, quite famously, a sunny place, and I it's hate very sunny. being in a sunny place. But I would. Oh, do you not it. like sunny places? No, I burn really quickly, and I'm like a oh, little, no. a little vampire. Oh dear, the little shade goblin. I I love sunny holidays, but when I'm at home and there's no swimming pool, I don't like the sun. I guess that's true. It's like different environment, isn't it? Because when you, I'm thinking of sunny days when I'm like inside streaming yeah and it's really sweating my little knee pits are all stinky and stuff so yeah i I guess when you're actually on holiday and embracing it it's nicer yeah well exactly well on that note sweaty knee pits i guess it's yes time for us to wrap up time to go and have a shower (laughs) yeah (laughs) woohoo but thank Um, you so much brian Thank you, Kirsty. It's been lovely chatting to you as always. Yes. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you so much. Until next time. Bye bye for now. Bye bye.